you could advise CLC on the Banner ad debacle, then what, what advice would you give them, especially from a reputation management uh, point of view? So I thought, let's open someone who clearly knows all about reputation management. Janine Hills with us from Vuma Reputation. Janine, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. How are you doing this morning? I, I'm very good. So, so first things first, have, has, in fact, has CLC actually asked you to advise them? Because if I were them, I'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're really putting me on the spot. Um, no, they haven't actually, but I did offer help. Okay, you have, right. Now, well, all the more, then, then your words create even bigger currency, right? So, if you could advise them, if they actually enlisted you, what would you advise them? And, and I'm maybe going back, we'll talk about now, then we'll go back to what yeah. you would have advised them a week ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think key, the, the key thing is we've got to look at it from a stakeholder point of view. We've got to realize that in their business, they are in the B2B business, business to business business, and the B2G, which is the government business, and they're into the B2C. So that's the consumer side. So you really got three aspects of the business that you've got to look at. Mm-hmm. The key thing is to look at how do you, what are our stakeholders that are we touching? First of all, there's an employee involved here. The second one is a franchise, the media, South Africa's reputation in our city one now. And, and, and it's not just about the media issue. It's about how do you deal with this from a business point of view? And the key thing would have been to request to meet with the, the, the customer at that particular point in time and make this go away, as in resolve it. Listen to the customer, hear that the customer, what, what the customer's got to say. And, and really, I find it very hard to believe that as business and how we all train today, we cannot resolve this in a boardroom. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to go out into the open? Why does the customer have to get to the point where he wants to be heard? Because that's what he's saying. I want to pay a banner. He's going to be heard. Sorry, okay, so, so, I mean, so there's clearly, there's a lot. That, that went on behind the scenes that we didn't even know about before. You know, in terms of the normal customer complaint and resolve my problem, I think I should not be paying the 5,000 rents. We, do, we don't even know about that, right? But when it came, when it became public and the, the, the disgruntled customer then puts up the banner, right? If you then at that point were advising Celsius at that moment in time, that morning when everybody saw it and, and, and tweeted people like me as well as say, have you checked it out? What would you have told them then? Straight away, meet with the customer. The key thing is pull, meet with the customer, request that you can solve this issue behind closed doors. Make sure you pull the employee out of that tough situation because that employee took a huge amount of abuse. And that's actually unacceptable. So the key thing is look after your stakeholders, which is your valuable employee. Because why? All your employees are watching the situation. How are we going to be looked after should we get the situation again? That's the one thing. And you all want to have the employee of choice um, a banner. You want to win those awards. You want to be the most attractive company to want to work with. Well, we need to prove that. Okay, so what you're saying is that even though, let's say in the build-up, in the lead-up to the banner going up, let's say both parties were fighting with each other and threatening each other, even if that had happened, once he put up the banner, if you were Celsi, you would have still said, let's go and meet this guy immediately. You absolutely that and that's when because he was he was being met at a different management level and at a franchisee level and he was being dealt with by employees. At that stage, that is when the leadership has got to step in. No matter what leadership, whether it's a CEO or whatever, that's when leadership plays a very important pillar as far as reputation management is concerned. And that's where I believe even in the statement that would have went that sorry, that have gone would have been sent out to the media to, to, to reconcile the issue and say that the, the CEO has now requested a meeting. Mm. Now operationally, it has been escalated to the highest level in the organization to be resolved. If the customer then refused, 
or then we have another ball game on Okay, but so let's say it needs to be opened. All right. Instead, what I looked at, I looked at what what Chelsea were tweeting because the fact that you know there was a banner and then people were playing in the social media space meant it became a social media issue, right? And and only much later in the day, Chelsea acknowledged to say, yes, we have a problem and we're trying to resolve it with this customer. But it was more Chelsea as opposed to I am the CEO, I will do so. That never happened. Did you find that that initial response ra- rather muted from them? It was far too slow. Sadly, mm-hmm. it should have been a reaction absolutely immediately as it broke on social media, as we knew that the banner went up. It is absolutely imperative to protect your brand reputation at that particular point in time. Speed is the name of the game. If okay. you move too slowly, you allow other people to make your reputation heard. And right. you, don't need, you need to control it. All right. So one was the tweet, and they said, we're looking into it. Essentially, that's what they say. What they then did is their way of looking into it is... is, is uh, taking this matter to court to get the banner removed. So, good decision or not, considering it's rather insulting to Celsi. Anybody would want to have that banner removed. You'd, you'd say what? No, certainly not a good decision because they had known about this issue. You don't just... That is the key thing. We've got steps what you call DEFCON 1 to 4, Asha. Mm-hmm. DEFCON 1 is when it gets to a customer service level and it's at a front desk level and people are a little bit upset and a little bit disgruntled and they want to get things resolved. It then moves into DEFCON 2, where people start now starting to get upset. It starts being raised. People are aware of it within the organization, but they choose to ignore it and they hope it goes away. DEFCON 3 is when it starts getting to the CEO's desk. And DEFCON 4 is when you really will struggle to come back on your reputation and spend a lot of marketing money that you don't necessarily need to spend because you've damaged your reputation. And right now, it had already reached DEFCON 3 when it first broke. And that's when you need to move. A leadership is crucial. Okay, so so now, so so they go to court to try and get the banner removed. Goodness gracious, they even lose that battle for now, right? So that banner stays up, right? Well, what does this say then about about the brand? I mean, can uh, and we don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, there's the flip side about whether the disgruntled customer should have bothered paying sixty thousand. But I mean, we're not talking about him. We're talking about we're talking about Celsi in this case, right? Um, now, what what should they be doing now if are they, are they having a chat over the weekend? Not with you, we know that. Apologize. I mean, you and I know this. I mean, just about apology, about uh, judge the situation. It was a mistake on our side. We'd like to resolve the issue. We're requesting a, a, a meeting with the, the, the customer in hand, and we'd like to resolve this issue as soon as possible. To our employee, because then we've got to identify all your stakeholders and apologize to them as well for how you've handled it. And this is when the biggest leadership step will take place now. Guess what? In business, we're allowed to make some mistakes. We are pretty forgiving as a nation as well, but we do need to apologize and step up to the plate and show that leadership is there. All right, so if they apologize tomorrow morning, would that apology then be, and I mean, the apology would be, we're sorry we never resolved the issue to your satisfaction earlier, I would, I would think, right? Would that apology now not be too late? It is too late. Okay, just, just repeat it. We've lost you in, in the connection. Janine? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, just, just carry on. We, we lost you when I asked you whether the apology was too late. Just repeat that. Okay, we'll try and connect with Janine Hills in just, just a second. Not too sure what happened there. Okay, quick calls if you want to comment. 0891104207 on, on what advice would you give Celsi if you were in charge, if they consulted you to, to resurrect the, the reputation? There's, there's a 
flood of, of comments. In fact, Tonya Kuri, who we'll chat to later on, has done some great research in terms of her, her company, ROI Africa, in terms of the, the damage it's actually done to the brand. Uh, Kefil was commenting, there's one government there saying that the customer is in violation of the bylaws and the city of Joburg can actually take him to court as well. But that's in terms of, I'm not too sure what it is. What are the bylaws around that one there? But Janine Hilt is, is back. So Janine, I was saying, is this sorry too late? No, it's not too late, Ashraf. It, yes, you know, in principle, we say well, we're quite, all quite annoyed about this whole situation because it's definitely damaged our reputation in Africa. Having just landed from Zambia yesterday, all the cell phone networks are looking at it. So it's, it's, it's a bit of an embarrassment. I have to just tell you, I was defeating a lot of South Africa's reputation yesterday in Zambia, and we don't need to be there. We don't need to. It's not too late, Asha. It's a business decision that you make. You sit down and you identify the mistakes that you made. And this is when I would really call for the CEO to step in and say, you know what? I'm the leader. This is what has taken place. I take full responsibility. And this is how we're making it right. And that way, if they move this week, because it's still the talk of the town, they will have time to resolve this. And that is my plea to them, to do that for their own brand and for their own leadership and their own leadership skills. All right, because would you agree now that the reputation of the brand has been destroyed far more than just a relationship with that one person, isn't it? Everybody's talking about it and talking about it in, in a very negative way. Well, I think what's, what's happened is, 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 is it's a few things. You know, would you want to really adjust your business and, and, and have a business partner like this that behaves like this? The answer in some instances is going to be no. Would you want to work for an organization that's going to deal with employees at this stage like this? No, you have to think about it. So it's a couple of levels that we need to look at. And this is going to cost a lot of money. You know, I watched the ad last night mm. on TV and I looked at myself how inappropriate. This is when they should be pulling their TV ad. Which advert are you talking about? The the, the Rolling Strauss one or the, or the one about um, Jubilee? Uh, Jubilee. Now, okay. now, now, in the middle of this situation, you're constantly running a brand ad. Now, I realize you just can't shop and change TV ads. I mean, I completely understand that. But it's inappropriate. It's, it's missing the message. The TV ad should almost be put on hold and deal with this particular issue because it has become a nationwide issue. You can't think that you can cover up an issue with an advert. Okay, so interesting because, I mean, that's the point I made earlier on as well, that I saw the advert on TV as well as on radio, or rather in the, in, in the movie house. Those adverts fall flat completely now. Just nobody believes them. They should have pulled them, even if it cost them money as, as punishment, uh, punitive measures. They should have pulled them no, no matter what. Right. Now, let's talk about the, the, the next thing here. Um, that, that, that payoff line of theirs, the power is in your hand, right? Uh, I, I would also think that that line, even when, when the sorries come and go, that's got to be changed as well. I mean, can, can they use that? Because every one of us are now interpreting the power is in your hands, meaning that the customer will always be right here. Well, if we apologize and we move response, we can still use it. But if you come back in three weeks' time and try and use it, you've already wasted a huge amount of money. And my concern is, from a business point of view, if it's not management money, it's shareholders' money. And I think that's where we need to look at it very seriously. It's, it's, this is shareholders' money that we are busy spending and damaging a brand that is that is that is has doing has been doing great things. How so? Hannah Gordon, the, you know, who's, who's written a piece in the business day about it, and, and she made this point, which is very important. Uh, and this is the lesson for all brands, right? The consumer is your wife. Try buying her flowers every now and then. I mean, is is that the key lesson? That sometimes, even when the brand is right, uh, when you have the aggrieved person there. The, the arrogance of the brand being right to say, we don't need to deal with you, we are the brand. That's the lesson, I suppose, for all brands, isn't it? Sometimes, even when you write, just try and understand the customer. In this case, uh, Esper Sohana, the customer being your wife. No, that's 
ourselves is, is the customer is talking. And, and, and we've got to be humble enough as a brand and as an organization to realize that the, the customer pays us daily. Okay. Janine, we're losing you. Someone rather joking said, yeah. Okay, Janine, we seem to be losing you completely. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. We just sort of you just sort of moving okay. away. All right. Just just the, the, the point. Just just lastly, then the the point that they've gone to court. Does does that ensure that the aggrieved party, the disgruntled customer, will have his day in court, and this the story is going to continue for months on end? And that's certainly another thing that Celsi does not need. Well, but you know, legal is important. They are very very important process but we start threatening it's like putting two balls in a ring together and that's never going to resolve issues. all right janine we're losing you terribly sorry I'm, I'm gonna have to cut it short there huge pity i wanted to ask her about about the woolworths one as well because they've now gone to court and again they would believe they're right you have the bds movement who've who've protested against uh, against woolworths suggesting that people shouldn't go there because woolworths buys or imports goods from, from Israel and of course BDS very firm uh, on, on the Palestinian side then but BDS now, rather the, the Woolworths team has now gone to court on that one there and some may say again, it's never about who's right and wrong, the moment they go to court that story will continue which for a protest group is the type of publicity they require.